the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, greetings. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the Friday edition in what has proven to be a very long, very sad week mm-hmm. here in the city. Kath, good to see you. Good to see you, John. So today marks the last day of funeral lines in Pittsburgh. Um, Post-Gazette article today by Bill Shackner talking about Rose Mallinger, 97, of Squirrel Hill laid to rest today. Rose was the oldest of the shooting victims. Her visitation and service at Rodef Shalom Temple in Shadyside marked the last of 11 funerals that followed Saturday's mass shooting at the Tree of Life Synagogue. Uh, Mrs. Mallinger, Ms. Mallinger, affectionately known as Bubby, the Yiddish word for grandma, was far from the typical 97-year-old, says the article. She was much younger in appearance and much more active, those who knew her said. Quote, she was very vibrant and a very kind-hearted lady, said Michelle Organist of Point Breeze, who knew her from the neighborhood and the JCC. She would still walk and do things. She would go out and take on the world. Wonderful. The 11 a.m. visitation drew a crowd so large that hundreds of mourners stretched from the parking lot at Rodef Shalom down Moorwood Avenue and briefly on to 5th. Mourners near the end of the line said they were invited into the temple ahead of the 1 p.m. funeral when it became clear not everyone in line would get into the visitation. Among the hundreds who turned out were Governor Tom Wolf and Allegheny County Executive Rich Fitzgerald. There are many people who attended the funeral who may not have known the deceased, all 11 people who have passed away last Saturday, but they went as a show of support for the Jewish mm-hmm. community. And I think that's key for all of us here in Western Pennsylvania. I love the show that. of the support. Apparently, many spoke warmly of Rose's daughter, Andrea Wedner, age 61, who was one of the six people wounded in Saturday's shooting. Mm-hmm. So uh, that marks the end of a, a phase. It's a unique week. In, our, in the morning of the city of Pittsburgh. I can't remember anything like this in the history of the city. Now, I'm sure there's been mass funerals before, but nothing to this degree where there's been mass murder and then 11 people have been buried in this short span of time. Well, where do we go from here? I was thinking about that last night and I thought, you know, I think it's important to do the next thing. You know, someone told me that one time when I was grieving. They said, you know, I've had the question, how do, you, how do I get through it? And the person said, well, you, you do the next thing. Whatever that may be. Whatever that is. So if the next thing is to do your dishes, you do your dishes. But if the next thing is that you say hello and greet the person warmly who's behind you in the grocery store line, then you do that. Or if the next thing is for you to go to a memorial service or a funeral, you do that. Mm -hmm. You have to do the next thing. Because life calls, right? right? It beckons. Right. But do it well. Mm -hmm. Treat people well. The next thing. 
Hey, we got a good show for you today, do we not? Yeah, we're going to talk about all sorts of different things. Uh, we're going to talk about the end times in just a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about what Pittsburgh has in store for it. If we're looking at kind of the stages of grief, um, mm-hmm. what the next few weeks might be like with Father Jason Sharon. Yep. Um, we'll talk about how the church... Uh, of Jesus Christ should respond in times of tragedy. Hopefully we have done some of the things that we should have done this week. So we'll look forward to that. But also we're going to talk about fun stuff for the weekend. We'll talk about daylight savings, which is tomorrow night. It's fall. No, it's fall back. I know it makes for a darker night, but we do get that extra hour of sleep tomorrow. I would gladly give that extra hour up because, you know, when we leave here at 6 o'clock, it'll be dark from now on. It'll be really dark. Dark and cold. And not just a little dark. No. It's not bad. like darkening. <laughs> no. It'll be like super dark, dark. super dark. Um, But before that, you have a great story about a bookstore. Yeah. So there was a a bookstore in London, and they put out a plea a few weeks ago looking for help. People who needed to do some heavy manual work, carry books, office supplies, and whatnot. The The appeal came from something called October Books, which has been in business in London for more than 40 plus years. They build themselves for better or worse, is a radical bookshop. And I think okay. we've been in radical bookshops. You know what that's like, right? A lot of bookshops are radical bookshops. Yeah, because... For one course, reason or another. Yeah. So they got the help that they wanted, but instead of them lifting huge boxes of books... Which take forever and they all weigh hundreds of pounds. They took hundreds of people and the store was moving 56 storefronts from one location to another. So hundreds and hundreds of people stood in a line, and they passed in a human chain, <laughs> one book after each other. No way. Down the <gasps> down the line. There's videos of it on online, which is fascinating. And the people are laughing because you're standing there for literally hours, holding. <laughs> you take a book from your left hand, move it to your right, left to right, left to right, left to right. It went on all day long. But they moved the bookstore literally with the help of strangers. Isn't that a great story? I love that. Me too. I mean, that's so much less clinical than calling a moving company and having them put it all in boxes and then take it all out of boxes, 52 storefronts down. And who's at the other end of the line directing the flow of where those books go? You've got to have a very detailed map because those things are coming quickly. And that person at the end has to use the restroom at some point. And then what happens? Is it just like a huge pile up? Does she, you know, come out of the restroom and all of a sudden there's like a mountain there? Well, what about the people like who are the um, the fill-ins for those at the Oscars, right? Whenever someone gets up out of the seat at the Oscars, oh, another they, person goes and fills their seat. So you would think that there would be lunch breaks, bathroom there breaks, there have to be right, a carpal tunnel syndrome, exactly. Break, all, all, all those people breaks. are starting to get vertigo. There, you right. Know, so there's like a second team stepping nerve. in, right? Left, move it, move it all the way down the line. Because there's no way that you can say stop. Wait a minute. There's right. no stop and wait a minute. No. Right. Because it's just it's a it's a, a moving almost animal in some ways. Right. There'd be a pile of books like on the you know sixth block. Kind of looks like my office. The flow of books there. What's happening in your office? Yeah, it's, is a, it's not your fault. No, it's I mean, you're, you're doing a great job corralling no, no. it all, but it's just a lot of material. I, there must be 300 books in there. Easily. I'm just opening the books up and I put them in a pile. Absolutely. Amazing. And I appreciate. I mean, you know. We do delve in to authors from time to time, right? You think? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, we do try to delve into authors yeah. from time to time, so. which is why you have 300 books in your office. Yeah. Hey, before we go to break, I think it's about time. Tell it's me probably past time that for... I tell you your weekend has begun. Oh, yes. Thank God it's... It is 11 minutes past the 4 o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Despite the heartbreak and the sorrow this week, at least in this corner of the world right now, 
all is right and well. Thank you, Lord. Hey, stick around. We've got lots more ahead. We're going to talk about end times. What does that mean? It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy here on 101.5 Word FM. WORD. I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Country superstar Rodney Atkins shares about the incredible power of community. That sense of community, people showing up, that had a lot to do with me kind of facing my fears of singing in front of people. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. WORD. You're a good mom. You've tried every parenting tip in the book, but nothing seems to stick. Your child is smart, but just can't sit still and focus. Or maybe you know that something is just off. If your child just can't do things you think he should be able to, there is a reason. Brain Balance can help. For over 10 years, the Brain Balance program has helped kids just like yours. This customized program doesn't just mask your child's issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child is not making friends, is disruptive in school, or life just seems a lot harder than it needs to be, it's not that he's not trying. He just can't change what he can't control. The Brain Balance Program can help. If you feel your child falling further and further behind in school, don't wait. Call your local center today and find out how Brain Balance can build the strong foundation your child needs for a brighter future. Visit BrainBalance.com for the center nearest you. This is Mike Howard for Word FM, here to tell you about an awesome opportunity to attend Teal College in nearby Greenville, Pennsylvania, for an extremely discounted investment without discounting the educational experience. More on that in a moment. Teal College was founded in 1866 as a co-educational institution in western Pennsylvania. Teal is an independent liberal arts college rooted in the Lutheran tradition, offering distinctive programs in the arts and humanities, social and natural sciences, and professional studies, together with engaging co-curricular and athletic opportunities. Teal College provides an accessible and inclusive learning environment that emphasizes service to society. Teal's residential campus offers a safe and supportive setting in which to grow and learn. Word FM is pleased to offer a tuition voucher to a brand new student at Teal College at half price. Yes, half price. That is almost $15,000 in savings. Call me today, Mike Howard, to find out more. 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500. The day after Thanksgiving... Feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org. In our daily reading, we were looking at a story that was on a publication of a paper out of England, the country of England, and it talked about a snake coming out of the wailing wall, and it was a biblical prophecy, and the Messiah would soon come. So our next guest, Jim Fitzgerald, he came into the studio, and I said, what's this? And he was like, well, Jim, you tell me what you said. Well, I just think that's the kind of, uh, without having read about it myself in more depth, it's the kind of distraction, I think, that... Christians, believers, are quick to grab onto because they really don't have much knowledge about 
the real important doctrines and teachings in Scripture about the end times. That's good. Hmm. Okay, so we're distracted yeah. by the weirdo stories because we just don't know what the real stuff is. It, it fills the void. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and, and the reason we're putting on an all-day end time seminar, it's all day because there is so much to understand and learn. It's like, uh, I, I say it's like a case that builds one step upon another step, clue after clue after clue. If you only get part of it, you just your your perspective is just all, right. all confused. Right. So just like that story we heard, we, we saw today, and then, you know, it, this happens more often than not, that some supposed leader within the Christian world will say, here it comes, yeah. the end times are starting, and people get all freaked out and ramped up. Yeah. It always begs the question, how do you know when the end times begin? Well, that is a great question. Daniel, I, I think the key there, the first place to start is with Daniel chapter 12. The Lord had given him tremendous insight, the angel had, into what would happen in the end times. And Daniel um, says to the Lord, um, well, one of these things going to happen. And the Lord says to him, Daniel, close the book and seal it until the time of the end. And he repeated that twice, until the time of the end. So it's a technical term. The time of the end. Time of the end. Okay. The implication is that it would be sealed until that time. And at that time, it would no longer be sealed. It would begin to be unsealed. Okay. And where do we read about a book beginning to be unsealed? In Revelation. In Revelation. Mm -hmm. And so I think Revelation then um, is the place where we read about the unsealing of the book, but it only happens at a particular time. Until then, trying to figure it all out is speculation. Okay, so the the arithmetic that, you know, Harold Camping went through, that it's, you know, the end times is going to be on, you know, whatever it September was. September 9th. Right, you know, 2013 or 14, whatever that was. So it's just a waste of time. Well, here's here's the key. Until the time of the end begins, it's speculation. Once the end of the time, once the time of the end does begin, it's no longer speculation; it's recognition. Right. It's recognizing what's already happening. It's right. Re- yes, and that's acknowledging the signs, seeing the signs, and 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 what I say is the key to understanding end time uh, prophecy is one verse in particular. If you don't get this verse right, you will just be all over the map, and you'll have it all mixed up in your head. And that is Matthew twenty four thirty four. This generation will not pass away until all these signs take place. There's so much in that one verse. Okay, now hold on. I'm going to stop yeah. you right there. Yeah. So for people who are listening to the program who don't know anything about a Bible, maybe yeah. have never been to a church mm-hmm. or haven't been in a church in a long time, yeah. um, they don't. They hear this end times thing. Yeah. Um, what would you say the end times mean? What does I, the term refer I, to? I would go back to Daniel. Daniel had been given a lot of understanding about the time of the end, that there would be all kinds of, of wars and battles and so forth, that there would be an end-time ruler who would be a very bad person. And so he asked the Lord, when is this stuff going to happen? And, of course, the Bible gives you so much information about it in the Old Testament here and there, but in the New Testament, 12% of the New Testament is eschatology. is about the end times. Yes. We, we get excited. We talk about 
the end of Christ's life and say 25% of the Gospels are the last week. Mm-hmm. Well, think mm-hmm. about the New Testament. 12% is, is about, about the, the end, end times. Time. And, and so the, the key there is you you have to read these things. It takes some effort to learn about You have it. to remember you're reading ancient books. I mean, Daniel, you were talking about, yes, was, was, was written, what, 3,000 years ago? Yeah, it was five. 538, basically, around there, B.C. So, um, but then Jesus comes along and he confirms the things that Daniel taught. And um, So Jesus, who was living 2,000 years ago, yes. knew the book of Daniel Absolutely. and reinforced that Absolutely. in his own time, validated I, it as he did the whole rest of the... I believe that's how Jesus would say, you know, my time has not yet come. Recognizing mm. his time, he was he was talking about the book of Daniel. Mm. He was referring to that. Yes, absolutely. That's okay. partly how he knew it was his time. Was the scriptures themselves? Okay, so you brought up that verse from Matthew yes. that this generation will not pass away yeah. until all of these things have been revealed. And, and, and that that comment came in response to a question from his disciples. His disciples had heard Jesus say the Jewish temple is going to be destroyed. And they said, when will that happen? That's a when question. They asked him a second question. And what will be the sign of your coming back, your return? He answers both questions. But the second one, and and actually the answers he gives, the signs he gives do double duty. They apply to both of them. Okay. And so he's saying that the signs of my return, I've been killed, I, I will be killed, I will be resurrected, I will go away, I will come back. The signs of when that happened will be these. And he spells it out for the disciples. But he ends it up by saying these signs will all happen during a single generation. And the Bible gives us a good understanding of how long that is. And that's one of the things that people mix up all the time. Okay, so when I read that, I feel like he was talking to the disciples then. When it doesn't, it doesn't seem to make any sense because clearly all those things – I mean, is he talking about the destruction of he, Jerusalem at that point? He's or? talking about both things. That's what you have to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, the Jews made mistakes about Jesus coming in part because he was coming twice. He came once to die. He's coming once back to rule. The signs he gave have dual meaning. They asked him two questions. He answered them both. And in the brilliance and wisdom of God, he answered both questions with the very same signs, Mm. and they both happened in duration of a generation. The fact that the temple fell within a generation is precedent for us to believe. He will also come back. In a generation. In a generation from the time the signs begin until the end. Okay, so again, filling in the blanks for people who are following along, who, for whom this isn't familiar territory, uh, Jesus talking to his disciples is talking just a short time before uh, the Roman army runs through Jerusalem and levels it. Yes, right? 70 AD it happened, right. so it's 37 years later. Right, so that's within the time of that generation, Yes, right? which was an, which was the most unthinkable destruction yes. to the Jewish people. Not only was it a destruction of civilization, it was a destruction of their spirituality, it was a destruction of everything that they had yes. known, and it was a horribly violent, uh, wretchedly awful time for because the Jewish Jesus people. Jesus was the fulfillment of all that they had been told and all that they had in the scriptures. 
Those Jim, things were no longer needed. Jim Fitzgerald is with us. This is a uh, precursor, this conversation, to a one-day event that's happening November 10th at Christ Church at Grove Farm. Jim, give us information about that. Okay, well, it's at Christ Church. It starts at 8.30 in the morning, and it runs until 5.30. There will be a continental breakfast. There will be a lunch. They can go and sign up on our, our website, endtimeseminar.com. It's only $20. That gives you – you're going to get printed materials. You'll get a breakfast. you get a lunch. And tremendous fellowship. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So then I guess the question is people are listening right now, and they're saying, why do the end times matter to me? I'm ready to go to heaven, so bring it on. Or maybe I'm not ready to go to heaven, and I'm worried about the end times. Well, in part, my answer is if 12% of the New Testament is devoted to this topic, how can we as Christians say, you know, that that, that just that's, doesn't mean much to me. Why should I pay attention? Paul said – to the, to the Ephesians, I did not shrink from sharing with you the whole counsel of God. I didn't leave out 12%. You know, you really don't know. No, God went to the trouble of revealing these things. He calls us, I love these things because I love his word. I get so excited when I read these things because I see God at work and it's powerful. And I want to get back to just that one sentence about these signs, you know, all these yeah, signs. Yeah, the, in a generation. The implication is... The way Jesus says that, you will be able to recognize them. Otherwise, how would you know that they all had happened? So we'll see it coming. Yes, that's, that is what Jesus is saying. And not only that, you should be able to know from the very first sign if you do what Jesus said, which was watch. Hmm. He said, I'll tell you when the temple is going to be destroyed, but I don't know about when my return is. Only the Father knows that. Only the Father knows. But I tell you what, I know the signs and I know their duration. Here they are. You pay attention. And once they start, it's no longer looking ahead, speculating. No, it's recognition of what God is doing at that time. Hmm. Yeah, we're talking to Jim Fitzgerald of the Bible Channel, and he's got an event coming up Saturday, November 10th, Christ Church at Grove Farm, where you're going to be talking about uh, the subject of the end times and maybe having conversations like this. Okay, what kinds of things did Jesus say would happen before the passing of the, quote-unquote, this generation? That's, that's wonderful. He starts off with four signs, and those four signs, at the end, he wraps up and says, four or five, depending on which which uh, book you're reading. These signs are the beginning of sorrows. So he was relating that that sort of says there will be more, and what those sorrows or the birth pangs is is technically what it is, that they will be birthing something. They will be birthing ultimately the kingdom of God in its fullness. And a mother goes through a great deal of difficulty and pain when she has a baby, but once she has her baby, she says, wow, you forget the pain. But he, he enumerates four or five different signs. You go to the book of Revelation, and you know what? John starts off the end times with four mm. signs. Mm -hmm. When you overlay those signs together, those four signs, wars and rumors of wars, nation rising against nation, kingdom against kingdom, famine, pestilence. That seems pretty relevant sure does. if that's going to happen in your time. 
and and you might want to be spiritually prepared to trust God that he knows what he's doing. He's in control. I told you all this before it happened. But in Revelation, it's the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Famous. Everybody's heard of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. You know, football teams had their their players named that way. Right. In the book of Revelation, the four horsemen give far more detail than Jesus gave in Olivet, and in part because Jesus' signs of Olivet had to do double duty. They were sufficient to warn you within a generation of the fall of Jerusalem. 70 AD. Yeah. But you needed more information to take those sort of general fourth signs he gave and make them apply. And you know what? They are actually sufficient to help you and keep you from making mistakes in interpreting the four horsemen. And the four horsemen help enrich the other. It's like two witnesses telling you about the very same mm-hmm. event, and you get far more Af- uh, uh, understanding and, and support for it. By utilizing both. By utilizing both. Talk about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Well, the first one is wars and rumors of wars. That is the opening sign for the end times, according to Jesus. John said it will be the rider on the white horse who is given a crown and a bow. He goes out conquering and to conquer. doesn't sound like much. There's a tremendous amount of information in that passage. Six or seven different specific things, facts, details that inform you so that you can understand. And then when you put it with what Jesus said, it's a wealth sufficient, according to God's word, to recognize it. So all these signs, what do you see out there? Well, I'm going to go to the second one, then I'll come back. The second horseman, rider on the red horse, is given a sword that is so great, it says it has the power to remove peace from the whole world. That's a world war. That's what happens after the beginning. And then that's followed by famine. And that's followed like by pestilence. And and without going into a whole lot here, unless, depending, I do believe we are in that season and can pinpoint, can recognize, can prove things if you actually understand what the scriptures have to say. Hmm. All right, here's my question for you. Yeah. People hear these things. Yep. And they get afraid. I remember growing up in the evangelical church and the Hal Lindsey type of, you know, last great, you know, yeah. what was it? Late great planet Earth yeah. type of thing. I remember, you know, seeing movies in youth group. But I was so stinking terrified. And, and that was the goal of what they were doing because so much of that teaching was actually done to manipulate people into the kingdom. Right, so you better believe in Jesus now because it's all going to fall apart, and then what are you going to do? At any moment, which is not what the Bible says. Jesus said there will be 40 years almost of signs. Yeah. Enough time to get... Yourself together. Your self together. You know, God loves people. He wants people. He's, he, and, and, um, but he expects us to pay attention to what the signs are. And and the first one is the rider on the white horse. If I've, I, I'll I'll say some things about it if I can. Yeah, say a couple things. Okay. In the Reformation, the um, the reformers believed that the rider on the white horse, and they really they were t- 
tremendous on on theology. They were pretty kind of weak in the area of eschatology because eschatology actually has to do with events that are yet to happen. One of the principal players in the end times eschatology didn't even exist when the reformers were doing their writing and teaching. Hmm. Incredible. But they said the rider on the white horse was Jesus bringing the gospel to the world. And I remember as a new Christian reading that and thinking, you know, that's craziness. Because why would that be a surprise at the unsealing Mm -hmm. of this book that's been sealed? Oh, by the way, I've been preaching the gospel for 2,000 years. Mm -hmm. Today, the the primary thing that's taught in the church is that the right on the white horse is Antichrist. How could you be be that wrong? But now, the Bible is very clear about Antichrist. It says he will reign for three and a half years. At most, he comes seven years in advance to sign a treaty. Well, Jesus said the end times are almost 40. 40 years. And if the rider on the white horse starts it, how can it be Antichrist? And to confirm that, Jesus said about himself, the first sign is wars and rumors of wars. Would he describe his, his preaching, preaching the as wars and rumors of no. wars? No, no. So that tells you the rider's neither of those. Who can it be? I don't know. Who can it be? Well, first off, it's a human. He's given a crown. He's riding a mm-hmm. horse. He's a male. Mm. But he's also the head of a nation. He's given a crown. He's, he's, he's a military leader. He has a bow. And he's riding a white horse. What, is, what, is, what do we see? Who rides white horses in history? Kings. Kings. Who else? Generals. Generals. Generals and kings. What is the white color usually represent? Peace. Purity. Purity, peace. What Royal, else? Royalty. Surrender. Mm-hmm. Well, when, when I was a kid, the people, when I watched television, the people who rode white horses are the good guys. Are the good mm-hmm. guys. So I think, and that's why so many of the end time teachers now say the rider on the white horse is Antichrist because he's obviously pretending to be a good guy. No. He's way too early to be Antichrist. No, I think he's a good guy. So if you look at those scriptures and you say wars and rumors of wars, and you're at a time at the end when, you know, Israel is probably back in the nation that Jesus said wouldn't happen for a long time. Jerusalem is retaken. You've got technology that allows for the end times mm-hmm. that um, you can believe the, the, the time is there for, for such a thing to happen. So you think perhaps this is the generation? I know, I know it is. I can prove it from Scripture. All right. Well, if you want to hear exactly why he can prove it from Scripture, <laughs> you want to get to Christ Church at Grove Farm on Saturday, November 10th, and uh, meet Jim Fitzgerald. Jim, give us the uh, web address one more time. It's endtimeseminar.com. That's pretty easy. Endtimeseminar.com. Jim Fitzgerald, always a pleasure. Fascinating. Great with Jim. to be with you. Thank you, you well. so much. Take a break. Come back. We're going to talk with Jason Sharon about the events of this week, finding some answers in this tragedy. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? 
Hi, it's me, Marsha, from The Spring House. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give The Spring House Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm-fresh catering from the Springhouse. The Original Mattress Factory is always looking for good people to join our team. If you're interested in a sales, manufacturing, or delivery position, we offer competitive pay and exceptional benefits packages. Integrity and strong work ethic are essential because at OMF, we strive for excellence in all that we do. To learn more about our company and our unique business model, visit us at OriginalMattress.com. You can stop by any of our locations or visit the employment section on OriginalMattress.com to complete an application. The turkey comes and the turkey goes. It all happens pretty quickly. What remains is one important person and their appreciation for the simple fact you sent a Thanksgiving e-card from CrossCards.com. It's free for you, it's easy, and it leaves the recipient thankful. Express the spirit of thanks in a way that really matters to someone who really matters to you. Free Thanksgiving e-cards from CrossCards.com. Is your car ready for winter? Get the jump on Jack Frost. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville has everything you need to protect against the elements inside and out. From spray-on bed liners to rust proofing, weather tech floor liners to extreme detailing. And now, through November 15th, get up to 50 bucks off remote starters during their preseason sale while supplies last. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville. 40 years for the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. Discover Eden Christian Academy and discover an exceptional education in which solid academics and authentic faith prepare students to step confidently into the future. Christ-centered, student-focused, and mission-true since 1983. Visit EdenChristianAcademy.org. For just five quarters a day, you can sponsor a child through Compassion International. It's pocket change to you. It's life-changing for a child in need. Be part of the change. Become a sponsor now at Compassion.com slash radio. That's Compassion.com slash radio. Mostly cloudy and chilly tonight with some spotty showers, especially later on tonight, the low 39. Tomorrow, a passing morning shower, otherwise mostly cloudy and breezy, high 49. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, chilly, low 34. Then for Sunday, a mixture of sunshine and clouds becoming milder for the afternoon hours with a high of 55. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome back. We're talking to uh, Jason Sharon. We're always happy when Jason joins us from Holy Trinity Ukrainian Catholic Church in Carnegie. Jace, welcome back. Thanks for having me. How are things? Exceptional. Great. Exceptional. We well, looking fine. How many South Americans does it take to change uh, a light bulb? <laughs> I don't know how many. A Brazilian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jace. <laughs> it's very silly. <laughs> That. When you're milking a cow, why, why do the, those uh, milking stools only have uh, three legs on them? Why is that? Because the cow has the udder. 
<laughs> Clearly, you have small what? children. What? <laughs> what? Why is this oh. happening? I, I like it. It's very good. We need something like this. First, you got anything else? That's, no. Come on. Come on. That's, that's the extent of it. <laughs> that's our, we're 100% through his jokes. Okay. That's good, though. That's good. Well, we're going to switch gears violently. Oh, huh? Gosh, Jace, it's been a hard week. It's been a heck of a week, hasn't oh, it? I mean, how are you processing this? I mean, you as a, a priest, a reverend, I mean, this is hard. People want answers, and it's oh, there are no answers. Yeah. <laughs> when you look at the, the history of, of, uh, of salvation, salvation history, the history of the human family, uh, this is a tragedy, but on the other hand, it's not a surprise. Uh, because we know that in the the depth of of the heart of men lies uh, a, a great capacity for evil, yeah. um, and uh, uh, so I've been I've been thinking a lot about this, and uh, I stepped back and I I kind of you know prayed about it obviously, but then I began to you know read the media reports and you see all these you know the the protests and whatnot when President Trump came and uh, um, all the different T-shirts they had you know no to hate and all this stuff, and then you had. A different commentator saying that well, Trump was implicated in this because of his rhetoric, and uh, um, and then they're trying to you know pin this on on the conservatives somehow, even though the the shooter himself was an anti semite and anti Trumper, um, and you know it, it's absurd. It, it's just absurd because um, what we've created is a world in which there is no sin. They don't people don't want to talk about. Uh, God and the reality of sin. You know, and we read St. Paul in uh, uh, Romans chapter 7, verse 23, is that, you know, um, that which is at work in my members is causing, is, is sin. You know, it's mm-hmm. sin that's at work in our members yeah. and causes us to do those things we really don't want to do. Right. Um, but we live in a world in which they've taken the concept of sin and justification and righteousness and grace out of our schools. They've taken it out of public discourse. And so when men do things like this, they try to find an explanation. You know, the, it, nature has its laws. There's cause and effect. So how did this happen? Well, we, we can't go to the idea of sin. Therefore, we have to go to, you know, rhetoric. It must have been this, this president's rhetoric, or it must have been the, uh, the ideological leanings of a certain group in society. No. It is sin, and that capacity lies within each of us. Each single listener on your radio, everyone here has a capacity to do evil on a grave scale. And that's why the Christian battle is always the battle of thoughts, you know, our control over our heart, purification, confessing our sins, turning to Christ again and again. And when we refuse to do that, these uh, thoughts become desires, and desires become words, and then they become actions. So that's why we need to confess our sins and turn to Christ every single day. That's good. So no one's talking about the blackness of the human heart. That's it. They don't want to talk about the spiritual condition of man. When I think about this past week, and I think about the the, the shooter himself, what strikes me about him is, and, and this is, I think, and the ep- the epidemic of where we are, is that the guy is alone in a room by himself in front of a terminal, and he is seeking out hate. Of course, that's easy to find processing it and then pushing it back out and i think that's the epidemic of our time that we are involved in a hate cycle here this recognition of sin that you're talking about and the body of christ as the stop of all that that's the necessary panacea if you want to call it that i Mm. will but People don't want to hear that because it's become, we as believers have also become politicized. So we're not doing ourselves any favor as well. How do you be a believer, speak the truth in love, and still be part of this world and involved in the gospel? 
How right. does that work? Because that's a very difficult juggling act. Right. When when I read about the man and uh, his neighbors didn't really know him, it was just high by type of thing. Uh, he worked long haul trucking, I think, and he didn't have a whole lot of contact with people. Uh, another thing that went off my mind is is uh, this is a symptom of our society is that we are uh, a group of of individuals. We're not a community. You know, we're just individuals. Uh, you know, atomized, right. floating around, disconnected, disconnected. And uh, you know, it's, Scripture says is that it's not good for man to be alone. He made us to be in community with one with another in the body of Christ. Um, had he belonged to someone, someone, a brother that held him accountable, um, that he could share his struggles with, uh, pray with him, over him, uh, we wouldn't have had what we had last week. Yeah. God have mercy on us. God have mercy indeed. That's the isolation that we are subjecting ourselves to with computers and with phones and mm. whatever. I'm not saying that there weren't lonely people before we had electronics, but I think that each, you know, I, between Britain, you know, nominating a minister of loneliness um, to other countries, recognizing from a large governmental scale that loneliness is a major problem. I think these things that we have, your iPad or your phone or whatever, is just magnifying it. I think mm. it's making us lonelier. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, one of the symptoms of that loneliness is the, you know, the online pornography industry. Right. You know, it's, the, oh it's the, the number one visited websites on planet Earth are, are pornographic. Um, so, it, yeah, there is this in, incredible loneliness. There's a, you know, a God-shaped hole in the heart yeah. and we're, we're trying to stuff it with everything else and uh, uh, nothing will do except for the Lord himself. So this week of suffering, there's more to continue here, isn't there? This is not like one day we're going to wake up, unless our last guest, Jim Fitzgerald here, was talking about the end times. But our suffering will continue until we are reunited with God in heaven. Well, all of creation is groaning, you know, groaning for the coming of, mm-hmm. of uh, its creator. Uh, so this is uh, another stone on on Golgotha, on the, the way of the cross, and uh, uh, yeah, we, we have we have uh, in in the drama of, of human history, uh, there are going to be more uh, tragedies like this. But you know, the, the the silver lining that we Christians bring to human uh, history is this: is that there is no pit, no suffering, no agony that humans can endure, which God Himself hasn't first. Mm, amen. Taken upon That's himself. our hope. Mm-hmm. That's our hope. Let's right. take a break. Yeah. We'll take a break. Pastor Jason Sharon is with us. We're talking about this past week, the events that happened, the horror, the sadness, and the hope that we have in Christ eternal. Stay with us. Be right back. WORD. Hi, I'm Kevin McCullough. This week in the Christian Outlook, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom, anti-Semitism leads to tragedy in Pittsburgh. Terror attacks start in Israel, and then they migrate to Europe, and then we see them here. Be sure to join us and visit our website at ChristianOutlook.com. The Christian Outlook, Sunday night at 10 on 101.5 WORD. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? 
The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. How does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success? Through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit. From pre-K through 12th grade. Through 47 state-certified full-time teachers. And opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community. With results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average. Schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses and see what the area's largest non-denominational Christian school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two my pillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code WORD to start enjoying the best sleep of your life. Or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. Business is booming. And so is Christian Business Partners, where you'll find allies who share your values as you seek to serve God in and through your daily work. Now with seven chapters throughout the region, including new groups in Monroeville and Ambridge. Find weekly encouragement from 8.15 to 9.30 a.m. as you enjoy prayer and Bible study, fellowship, trade referrals, and make friends. Find your Christian business partners at cbp316.com. Hey, welcome back. From Holy Trinity Ukrainian Catholic Church, Father Jason Sharon is with us. Father's a regular guest on our show. So, Jason, after the shooting, like a lot of people, you went down to the Tree of Life Synagogue, you and your daughter, yes? Yes. Yeah, we were, we were down there. I think it was on um, Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember now. And uh, we just wanted to pray, uh, pray for the victims there. Um, and uh, what I was I was impressed with was how everybody was just very – somber and, and focused on on uh, on their prayer um jews christians anybody and everybody really of pittsburgh was there uh just praying quietly uh no signs just more of a meditative atmosphere but but what i found disturbing was like that was the next day i think it was the next day when uh, president trump came and i didn't find that he, him coming was disturbing but the reaction of of people uh on the left if you want to use a political term um and they turned this uh, moment of mourning into a political statement. And um, we're all entitled to our political beliefs, and, um, but that, that wasn't the time to do it. This is, uh, he's coming as a representative of the nation uh, to grieve and to mourn. Um, and uh, we're here to, uh, for those victims. This isn't a time to make a political statement. That was in very bad taste. Jason, before the break, you brought up um, 
the absolute joy of the Christian experience is that whatever we live through, whatever we have to suffer, we serve a God who willingly submitted himself to all of that. Yes. Uh, There's no other belief system on earth that can say that their God chose to live like we do and to understand it and to, to, to grieve the human condition as one of them. Uh, Hebrews 2, in bringing many sons to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the author of their salvation perfect through suffering. Both the one who makes men holy and those who are made holy, I love this, are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. Amen. Amen. Our faith is, is kind of like jiu-jitsu. Uh, there's a, a, sub, a sub-school of jiu-jitsu which uh, uses the uh, force and momentum of your enemy to your own advantage. And so when someone's thrusting at you with a punch, you just grab their arm and you, you follow through on their energy to bring them down to the ground, to you know, neutralize them. Um, without harming the person. And this is, this is the Christian uh, gospel by metaphor, is that everything that Satan throws our way, everything the world throws our way, uh, and, the, and the demons, um, our God takes it upon himself and uses it for uh, our sanctification mm-hmm. and his glory. And I think even tragedies like this, uh, if it can be used for uh, God's glory and triumph, we don't see how, but he knows how. Uh, so in moments like this, in silence, we just turn to him and say, Lord, we don't know how, how triumph can come out of this tragedy, but we know if anyone can do it, you will. So we give this to you. Yes. So on the way back home from the synagogue and you and your daughter were together, what's that like between the two of you? What do you talk about? How do you, how do you intersect? It was just silent. Was silence. We didn't really talk too much on the way back. Just the presence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm glad that's the truth because I think oftentimes words get in the way, don't they? That you turn on cable news or whatnot. I mean, here we are, and sometimes words are clumsy and, mm-hmm. and thick. And and you can't explain it. No. And you can't even describe it. No. So contemplation and prayer. Yes. Yeah, that, that, that's the uh, the volume of silence. We need to take a break. So when we come back, we'll have a continuing conversation with Jason Sharon on the Friday edition of The Ride Home. The average person considers estate planning just for the wealthy. Attorney Michelle Conti, host of Conti's Law on estate planning for the everyday person. There's a lot that goes into it. People take more time picking out what car they're going to buy, where they're going to go to dinner, as opposed to what happens to my children. The state will dictate who gets what if you don't indicate who is to receive your stuff upon your passing. We want to make sure we plan appropriately so that they get the best of both worlds. They continue to receive the benefit and they get the inheritance. The other thing you have to think about is tax planning. We try to be proactive in the approach that we minimize any type of tax consequence when somebody dies, depending on the value of the estate. These taxes range anywhere from 45 to 40%. So we try to make sure that the beneficiary will receive as much as they legally are able to. Hear more on Conti's Law, Saturday morning at 9 on WORD. For immediate help, visit ContiLawPGH.com. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. 
Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org. A lot of times people do the cleaning on their own, and in reality, all they're doing is making it worse. Greg Hybert, independent local owner of Sears Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. While we're doing a two-step process, we're going to pre-spray first, which brings all the dirt up to the surface, and then we clean and then we rinse so we don't leave a residue in your carpet. It's dry overnight, and you can actually use it right away, and it's completely safe for kids and pets. Call 412-821-5200. Satisfaction guaranteed. 412-821-5200. Hey, just ask your delivery guy. Or the guy who built your delivery guy's house. Or the guy who laid the highway for the guy who built your delivery guy's house. Ford Commercial Vehicles can handle the job. During commercial vehicle season, save on Transit, Transit Connect, E-Series, Super Duty, and Medium Duty trucks. Ford Trucks and Vans. Year after year, America's best-selling line of commercial vehicles because they're built Ford Tough. Claim based on IHS market calendar year 1985 through 2017. U.S. TIP registrations excluding registrations to individual seer dealer for details. The economy is growing, businesses are hiring, and Americans are feeling good about their future opportunities. Looking to upgrade your career? Word FM hosts an online virtual job fair 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, every day of the year. Keyword virtual at wordfm.com now to find our newest employment opportunities from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Sponsored by Express Employment Professionals of Robinson Township. The virtual job fair at wordfm.com. Hey, welcome back. Spending a few minutes here with Jason Sharon, who joins us from Holy Trinity Ukrainian Catholic Church. We're talking about the events of the past week. So, I mean, Jason, to to bury eleven people out of one congregation or one synagogue in in a week is just truly unprecedented and heartbreaking. But here we are. I mean, the last poor woman, ninety seven year old woman, was buried today, and I think for a lot of people who look at the news cycle, they think, okay, well, that's gone, that's past. But as you said, coming in, there's more to come because life is filled with suffering. So mm-hmm. even though we think, well, that's that, to be alive is to suffer. Yes, to to live in this world is to suffer, um, and uh, not to. Uh, and please, in no way am I to, am I seeking to take away or diminish the tragedy of today's events. But no, no. you know, we live in a uh, the best country in the world, and uh, in mm-hmm. in which when something like this happens, it it grabs the nation's headlines. Um, but we have to be mindful of, uh, for example, those Christians in Syria mm-hmm. and in Iraq, where this is daily life. You think of Azia Bibi mm-hmm. in Pakistan, who was nine years in prison for nine years. Um, but you think of of, of the people who are um, uh, who are killed uh, on on a daily basis. Um, you think of the you know the Jewish populations of Yemen. You know, Yemen <laughs> used to be a have a vibrant Jewish population. Same with Iraq, uh, Iran, um, North Africa. Um, each of these countries I've listed had vibrant Jewish populations, and they've all disappeared. They've all disappeared, 
and uh, what's happened here in Pittsburgh is a reminder of of what's uh, what the Jewish community has suffered uh, around the world uh, this past century. Shocking to think that uh, we're talking to someone zero point zero two percent of the world's population is Jewish. They seem to absorb a lot more pain than yeah. most mm-hmm. other people groups. Jason, it's always a pleasure. Hey, talk to us for a second. You've got about 30 seconds to talk about Holy Trinity. Holy Trinity, we're a uh, community that's centered on the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, ancient worship for modern people. Very nice. Always a pleasure, Jason. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Father Jason Sharon, Holy Trinity, Ukrainian Catholic Church in Carnegie, PA. The word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump is explaining his Thursday remarks that if U.S. troops face rock throwing migrants, they should react as though the rocks were rifles. President Trump says some members of the migrant caravans are known to be dangerous. What I don't want is I don't want these people throwing rocks. It's turned out, in fact, it was just announced by Homeland Security, you have in just certain areas over 300 people that they know are trouble. What they did to the Mexican military is a disgrace. The president says that his remarks were not to be interpreted as an order to shoot, but as a directive to arrest and detain anyone who throws objects in order to harm those who are protecting the U.S. border. Uh, yet another down day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped 110 points to 25,270. The Nasdaq lower by 77. The S&P 500 declined 17. Oil dropped to 63.14 a barrel. SRN News. Imagine yourself in the graduate degree program you've always wanted. Curriculum that advances your career and enriches your personal life. Practical lessons from accomplished professors. Face-to-face engagement with classmates. And from a Christian perspective. That's Geneva College. Flexible graduate programs that complement your busy life. If you want to advance to the next level in counseling, cybersecurity, higher education, or business administration, your Geneva College master's degree can help you get there. Come to Geneva's classroom graduate programs open house event on monday november 5th in beaver falls between 5 and 7 p.m hear from faculty about in-demand classroom-based graduate programs whether you have an interest in an mba or masters in higher education cybersecurity, or counseling this event will help you take the next step in your career a light buffet will be served to register for the geneva graduate programs open house go to geneva.edu slash grad open house all one word that's geneva.edu slash grad open house have you ever seen a pest controller spraying chemicals in your home? It makes you wonder, if their chemicals are safe, then why do they suit up and wear respirators only to leave you to walk back in unprotected? G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and I'm here to tell you there's a better way. In an age where we now have the choice to drive electric cars, you too can electronically read your home or business of unwanted rodents and pests. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. 100% 100% chemical-free, Plug-in Pest-Free is your safest bet for your family and pets. Our best-seller, the Plug-in Pest-Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. 
GoPestFree.com today. Five years ago, a National Barna Omni poll discovered that 77% of evangelicals believe we're now living in the end times as described by the Bible. But how can we really know? Don't miss the most comprehensive, in-depth, prophetic end time seminar anywhere. You'll be amazed at how much information God's Word provides. This all-day end time seminar is Saturday, November 10th at Christ Church at Grove Farm. To learn more, go to endtimeseminar.com. That's endtimeseminar.com. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. But Word FM and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college, in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our tuition solution specialist at 412-503-4769 to reserve yours. Mostly cloudy and chilly tonight with some spotty showers, especially later on tonight, the low 39. Tomorrow, a passing morning shower, otherwise mostly cloudy and breezy, high 49. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, chilly, low 34. Then for Sunday, a mixture of sunshine and clouds becoming milder for the afternoon hours with a high of 55. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. The Friday edition of The Ride Home. This horrendous week is winding down. There was uh, one more funeral of the people who were murdered in the synagogue last Saturday. The final one was today. Rose Malinger, 97, of Squirrel Hill Remembered. Uh, the oldest of the shooting victims. Her visitation and service at Rodef Shalom Temple in Shadyside marked the last, as John said, of the 11 funerals that followed the Tree of Life shooting on Saturday. I'm reading an article in the PG by Bill Shackner. Um, quote, Rose was a very vibrant and very kind-hearted lady, said Michelle Organist of Point Breeze, who knew her from the neighborhood and from the JCC. She would still walk and do things. She would go out and take on the world. The 11 a.m. visitation drew a crowd so large that hundreds of mourners stretched from the parking lot at Road F. Shalom down Moorwood Avenue and briefly onto Fifth Avenue. Mourners near the end of the line said that they were invited into the temple ahead of the 1 p.m. funeral when it became clear not everyone in line could get into the visitation. Mm-hmm. Among the hundreds who turned out were Governor Tom Wolf and Allegheny County Executive Rich Fitzgerald. Many people spoke warmly of Rose's daughter, Andrea Wedner, age 61, who was one of six people wounded in Saturday's shooting. And I believe that she is still in the hospital, isn't she? I haven't heard that she's out of the hospital. Okay. Let's put it that way. See, this, the tragedy of this uh, can't be overstated. It really can't. But to think of the outrageousness of a 97-year-old woman, after living 97 years, is murdered by a mad gunman. I mean, that just drives me up a wall. It makes me crazy to think that. To think of that horror of the last few seconds or minutes of that poor woman's life after 97 years of being a child of God here on this earth. I just... (sighs) And then for this man to plead not guilty. Spare us all. I know. Spare the community. I know, but he has said that he wants a jury trial and a jury trial he will get. Yes. Um... 
also this weekend is daylight savings time. Uh. Okay, so that kicks in tomorrow night if you're not aware, which means you get an extra hour of sleep as we fall back. I love it. You can keep it. But here's the thing. I love it for that night, and then afterwards I hate it. No. So I have a love-hate thing going with yeah, it. Yeah, because, you know, this time next week we'll be sitting in complete and total I know. Darkness. It'll be so dark. But. <laughs> It'll... Yeah. We go through, a, you and I, a yearly depression. I do. When, when we come back the very first Monday after Daylight Savings, and it's so dark when yep. we're doing the show mm-hmm. we just can't right. can't get over it okay nbc news did a story today talking about daylight savings time and it said that we might expect to feel a bit a bit sleepy or maybe even a little off on, next week yeah especially the monday after okay you might feel ment- <laughs> mentally fuzzy or slow mm-hmm. which Pretty much sums up every single day here. <laughs> no, wait a second. Word FM. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to be honest. About Mentally fu- fuzzy. Yeah. It's slow there. Yeah. Uh, it, okay. So they also said um, that you could have several changes in your body based on daylight savings time that you would not be able to. <laughs> wait a second. Yeah. I'm 60. More no, changes no, no, coming gonna, the way? More changes. More changes. What's happening Mike, you're now? a millennial. I'm, I'm concerned about the changes I, you might experience as well. I think they're well. fine. More okay. changes More changes. Okay. So one is that you, will, you might sleep differently. Okay. So your body, it says, functions on an internal schedule. From hormone release to body temperature to cognition and sleep is linked to them all. Okay. And so when you throw that off by an hour, apparently this could jar you into several unhealthy uh, situations when it comes in particular to appetite. <laughs> Wait, so we're going to overeat on Monday? Mm-hmm. Is that the deal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when we're not sleeping well, it says we tend to overeat. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think that's true. Do you well, think that's true? Well, now wait. This is Chris Winter, MD, author of, quote, The Sleep Solution. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he knows more than you. <laughs> he doesn't know me. Uh, no, I think he knows more than you. Okay, about no, wait. Sleep. After a night of poor sleep, yeah. do you wake up and you go, hey, man, give me some bacon and never. eggs? I have never experienced Wish that. I had some home fries. Never. Right? And then for lunch, I'm going to have a hoagie. You're right. I he, don't think so. You're right. He probably doesn't know anything. I don't think he, what? Okay, let me tell you another thing. Okay. Sleep disruptions can conversely affect cognitive performance, Okay, which... We've already discussed our mm-hmm. mental fuzziness we're anticipating okay. for Monday. Yep. Uh, back in 1999, Johns Hopkins and Stanford researchers published a comprehensive study that analyzed 21 years' worth of fatal car crash data. Okay. Okay. They found a small, but they say notable, increase in car crash deaths on the Monday after the switch to daylight savings time. Small but notable. Right. <laughs> well, of course. If it's I mean, you, it's I notable. I mean, here's the thing. Isn't if it? it's small, is it really notable? If it happens to you, it is. Well, of course. But I'm just saying if you're looking at data, I mean, I'm not trying to pick on the people from Johns Hopkins or Stanford, but I'm saying if you're looking at data, if it's small, I feel like that makes it not notable. I feel like it would have to be larger for it to be notable. Like a large swing forward. Yeah. So, I mean, you were kind of picking on, what's this guy's name? The The sleep guy? Yeah, but I I feel like I'm picking on them too. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Anyway, so are you concerned at all about this? No, no. I'm just, you know, (laughs) what I prefer is that it would be light until 9 o'clock every evening. It's not going to be light until 9 o'clock. Hey, but the good news is... 
John Hall's coming to the Evans Homestead tomorrow night for oh, dinner. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my God. I'm rolling out the red carpet. Am I ever? Oh, my it's goodness. Been a while. I'm going to put on my, like, a prom gown type of thing. Oh, no, please don't. Because I'm. <laughs> Sure, we'll put a, we'll put the plastic on the on the uh, furniture, <laughs> like my aunt Louise. Yeah. <laughs> Cover that chair up, please. Yeah, well, uh, we're going to have a little gathering. At we're your having place. a gathering. So, what are you bringing? Uh, I, I'm not bringing anything. My wife is. Oh, what's she bringing? She's bringing dessert. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. She's making a pineapple upside down cake. She is. Mike, have you ever had a pineapple upside down cake? I don't think I have. I have. What? We're going to go like super old school here. Uh, we that's were talking a, about it, this the that's other day. like a 1950s dessert. Mm-hmm. Okay, now. See, I, I wasn't kidding. I wasn't around in the 1950s, but I I have seen the covers of the Bisquick. Yeah. You know you know the big Bisquick box they used to be. Yeah. There was a a recipe on the back for apparently decades that had a a um, pineapple upside down cake. That on may it. be what she's making. Oh, great! She's going to make it in a cast iron skillet. I know that. Right. I love a cast iron with those. Skillet. You know you know how it is. It's mm-hmm. really. I mean, if you grew up in the 60s or the 70s, my guess is you've had a pineapple upside down cake. It's so delicious. We're talking to you. She's like, well, I'm going to be in a hurry. What can I make that be kind of fun and interesting? I think there may be some maraschino cherries on, in there. Well, there well. has to be. I mean, I, I got to be honest. That's not my favorite thing. But you have to put a maraschino cherry in a pineapple upside down cake. I, I could sit here right now and eat a jar of maraschino cherries. Oh, I don't like them at all. No, why? Oh, I think they are super, gross. They always say, they always scream banana split. Oh, Give they scream split. artificial food coloring. Oh, please. Like what? You're like hanging out at Whole Foods all the time Listen, now. I'm just saying there's nothing real about them. <laughs> I don't cares? think they're actual cherries. I, I don't, don't. No, they're cherries. I think they're little lumps of something. Really? If I had like a can of whipped cream and some maraschino cherries, just pop those in my mouth, you'd like a little mini party. <laughs> Do you remember um, our listener, uh, Patty Delevade, who brought us a pineapple oh, upside down cake patty 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 dear heaven i was just looking at her picture here i pulled oh, it up that's on my a good computer. call how long ago was that that was uh that's the last time we've had pineapple upside down cake yeah it's i don't know i don't have i don't have the year on here well it was really really but she good. was a sweetie and she brought us a cake and i loved her for it very nice anyway so that's tomorrow right. yeah mike if you want to stop by we'll have a little you know ride home party if you want to just bring something no if you invite mike then it's like inviting the kids the kids are going to stop by he's a millennial he's not a kid well he's you know He's 20 years younger than me. Well, he's 30 years younger than me. Doesn't matter. He's a kid. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm inviting him. Uh, I'll right. be there. Okay, Mike, oh, just no. bring, bring some. I'm making um, I'm making Mexican chicken, so bring a tortilla chip or something. Okay. I'll bring uh, gluten-free mac and cheese. Oh, That's don't bring so depressing. Gluten. You know what? If you have a gluten-free issue, Please just get be, mac and cheese because you're just going to be sadder. He was eating something when I walked in the studio today. It looked pretty good. It looked, it looked like a big chocolate eclair. And I was like, dude, what's, what's that? It looked good. And then he pulls out the wrapper and says... It's gluten-free. Was that any good? It's a gluten-free bar from Sweden. How it was, was it? great. Mm-hmm. It's from Sweden? That's yeah. a long trip. It is. Tasted great. I don't feel like we should be eating bars from Sweden. <laughs> thanks, Sweden, for my wonderful snack. It's a gluten-free world after all. Mike would like to thank Sweden. WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Mercy Me. Best news ever. It's the best news ever. Forever on your side by Need to Breathe. And Survivor by Zach Williams. I'm a survivor. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? 
Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. It's been a full day. The to-do list is done. The kids are in bed. The dishes can wait. Right now, this moment is just for you. It's your chance to unwind. It's your end of day ah. At the Original Mattress Factory, we're proud supporters of the end of day ah, and we want to see how you relax at the end of your busiest days. Share your posts on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the hashtag end of day ah for the chance to win a $1,000 Original Mattress Factory gift certificate. Relax. You've earned it. Uh, is is Thanksgiving 20 days away? Is it tw- is it the 22nd this year? <laughs> is that a turkey I hear? Is it? <laughs> Is a full, what is a is it a gaggle? Is it a gaggle of turkeys? No, it's a gaggle of geese. Oh, a, a flock of turkeys. Maybe. A, Marcia's from the Springhouse. Hey, Marcia, how you doing? <laughs> Do you, how are you? What is a gathering of turkeys? What would that be called? I don't know. I only know about cows. Cows. I mean, I know what turkey looks like, but I only know about cows. <laughs> That's a perfect answer. All right, Marcia. So now that pumpkin time is over, it is now turkey time. It is, it is. And we work with a local turkey farm, which means I don't have to know about the turkey. Somebody else is that. Yeah. So these are good and turkeys because so, your, your hams are fabulous. And believe me, I've had a turkey for the last three years from the spring house and oh, it will rock your world. There's nothing like it. Please t- give us some turkey talk, Marcia. Okay, sure. So they're ranging from about 14 to 30 pounds. Wow. And you can call and order fresh turkey. But of course, they can only go out. On um, that Tuesday and Wednesday before Thanksgiving, which is less than three weeks away, can you believe it? Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! And um, they are three seventy nine a pound. Um, most people are choosing to cook it themselves, but we also have an option for us to cook it and have it ready for you to just be like June Cleaver and turn around. Voila! <laughs> <laughs> now, wouldn't that be nice? Hey, look, June's here with the turkey. Very nice. So, a group of turkeys is called a rafter. I don't know why that is. A rafter of yes, turkeys. Yes, referred to as a uh, yeah, a rafter, although they are often incorrectly referred to as a gobble or simply a flock, but they are rafters. So, Marcia, so people want to get their own turkey, they should call the spring house today. I mean, the sooner the better, right? Yes, the sooner the better for sure because, you know, we're vying with a couple other places that sell this farm's turkeys. So we've got to get our, we've got to get our orders in and the sizes that we want and all that stuff. So, Excellent. Yeah. Or your turkey, and then order your homemade pumpkin pie, and your nut roll, and your pumpkin roll, and your pumpkin cookies, and your scallop potatoes, and homemade stuff, and the mm. whole kit and caboodle. Mm, that sounds fabulous. All right, Marcia. Hey, thanks for being with us. Listen, get your turkey today at the Springhouse. Information about the Springhouse at wordfm.com. Seriously, good food. The Better Business Bureau Torch Award for Business Ethics three times, which is great. Energy Swing Windows, Steve Renekamp. But we were recently recognized with an award that was totally unsolicited. It's called the Best of the Best Award. Uh, this is an award you don't apply for. And 
the organization that does this selects companies that have great reputations in the marketplace. They look at your online reviews. They look at your website. They look at Better Business Bureau reports. They look at a whole variety of things, and they determine if you fit the criteria of being the best of the best. And fortunately, uh, they thought we did. There's a very short video on the front page of our website that talks about this award and the way we do business and why we received it. Energy Swing, best of the best. Right now, Word FM listeners get 5% off over and above any current offers on windows and doors and $1,200 off any basement finishing project. Visit EnergySwingWindows.com. Hey, welcome back to the Friday edition of The Road at Home. Dr. Richard Mao is with us. Dr. Mao is the former president of Fuller Theological Seminary, author of Adventures in Evangelical Civility, A Lifelong Quest for Common Ground. Richard, always a pleasure. How are you, my friend? Hey, fine. I'm doing well. Good to good to talk to the two of you. That's great. Thank you. Always happy to have you here, Richard. I know you followed from a distance the uh, sadness and travail of our city over the last six days, and it's hard. i got to be honest, Richard, we've talked about it over and over again, and just in the uh, commercial break, we were looking at a beautiful, beautiful photograph of Rose Malinger, who was laid to rest today, 97 years old, uh, killed last Saturday, and um, you can't, we still can't believe that it happened here. No, no. I mean, and, and you know, these are the moments that uh, I think we as Christians really need to think a lot about. I mean, in, in part, it's uh, how do we react to the terrible things that happen to our Jewish friends? You know, but the larger question is, what's our role in these moments of crisis? You know, as we try to address the the deepest. It's so fascinating, and, and I've been following the. Pittsburgh situation as as well as I can from a distance, and you know, it, 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 thinking back to nine eleven, I mean, people wanted to do religious things just because, even if they weren't very religious people, and, and you know, you have people kneeling, you have people uh, wanting to get together and pray and to sing and yeah. to have memorials, and we need to be thinking about how we how we lead and how we respond in all of this. So what does that look like from a distance, Richard? Because we're so up close to this, we've just been sort of heartbroken and dealing with the the powerful, overwhelming sorrow. And, and you know, you're, there you are thousands of miles away. What is it that you see that somehow we don't? Well, I think, in, 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 you know, John, in a, in a, in a larger sense, we, the, the whole question of leadership in times of crisis, I mean, I don't want to get into debates about this person or that person, but, you know, there's been a lot of thinking about uh, how does a president respond to these things? And, uh, um, you know, and we think of, say, a great leader like Winston Churchill, who I'm not sure would have been a very good prime minister if he was just daily humdrum British stuff, but he he knew how to respond in times of great crisis. And mm. then the question is, what does it mean for us as Christians to respond to these times of, of crisis? And I think at the very least, and, and, you know, Kathy, you said it well, we need to feel the pain. We need to feel the sorrow and not be arrogant about it either. Uh, there are times when we obviously have to witness to Jesus as the Messiah, as the heaven-sent Savior. 
But I think there are other times when it's just important for us to draw alongside of people and uh, and just be with them and and yeah, just be alongside of people in their sorrow and their, you know, blessed are those who who uh, are the sorrowful, you know, mm-hmm. and that we need to be sorrowful alongside of right now the Jewish community in Pittsburgh and uh, uh, not get hung up on big questions. Well, what if, you know, can we really pray in a situation like that and all the rest? I think the Lord wants us to take some risks in just showing the love of Jesus and, and our, our deep caring in these situations. <laughs> Richard, the uh, church in Pittsburgh, and I mean the capital C church, uh, I think has acquitted itself well. Um, and I'm not—I don't—I'm not trying to like you know put a grade on it or speak on on behalf of you know the entire church. But I just know that the people that I, John and I have intersected with over the last week, um, I think that there are people who get the fact that an easy answer or some type of platitude is exactly the wrong thing yeah. uh, to do, especially because we, what are we going to say? There's nothing, there's no. nothing even that we could come up with that could possibly explain what has happened here. Um, but I do believe um, as God has proven himself and shown himself to do over ages is he does bring good out of awful things. And there's been a wonderful expression of love and care for the Jewish people in Pittsburgh. Um, unlike anything I've seen living here my whole life. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been witnessing that from afar, but I'm really glad to hear you say what it's like, you know, really like up close. I, I, I do think, Kathy, that uh, one of the questions we need to ask is, what do we do two months from now? Uh, mm. Because, you know, one of the things we're discovering is that congregation, you just take one of our own kinds of congregations and the pastor a very popular pastor leaves, either under some cloud or just goes on to another another calling. There's a kind of post-traumatic stress that congregations experience. And we haven't really dealt with, uh, how, do you, how do you handle congregations that continue to grieve, that feel a sense of loss, that uh, aren't quite sure that they have the kind of hope for the future that they they once had, and I, I think one of the big questions that has to be asked, I'm preaching from afar, but, you know, in Pittsburgh is, uh, uh, how do how do we as followers of Christ relate to that Jewish community two months from now or six months from now? Because they're not going to forget this quick, and the, the, the immediate response is a wonderful thing, but uh, I think being alongside of them for the long run is very important as well. What's happened to us here on the air over this past week, Richard, is that as we've invited rabbis to join us or members of the the Jewish life in Squirrel Hill, is that to a person, they've all been touched merely by the invitation. That's wonderful. Which yeah. all that is is just wanting to be together and to uh, yeah. try to understand in some way. You know, in the midst of all this, you know, because we live in such a a distracted, busy, clicky world where, you know, the next thing and, you know, this news cycle and all that. To me, what I would like to see happen, quite honestly, is very little. That I believe that we need to be in a period of silence and yeah. contemplation. That we need to be empty vessels. Yeah. And instead of going out and trying to do a new program or create a new service or 
would it be that we as a people would just surrender to silence? That's what I have. And that's really, really what I need to, for my, just my own personal self. Ah, That's wonderful because I, I do think the silence is, I think there are times that, you know, Jesus says to, to us and, and not maybe with the same purpose he said it to Peter, but when he said, and when the Bible says, and he forbade them to tell anyone of him, you know, keep your mouth shut for a while and, and, and learn who I am in this situation. But I, John, I also do think that it has to be a silence alongside of people. Uh, you know, we, we've often been very silent about, say, the slaughter of six million Jews. Yes, yes. In the Holocaust. And, and it's important for us to, in some sense, uh, let our Jewish friends, for example, know that that we are being silent on their behalf. You know, I, I don't know quite how to put all of that. No, that's but, good. I mean, it's yeah, it's one thing to withdraw from the whole conversation or from right. each other. It's another thing to be in unity and to sit together in the same room in community and be silent to wait to hear from God. So I get yeah. that. Yeah. Right. And I think it might be just really good for Christians, maybe individually or even collectively, two months from now, three months from now, maybe even to put it on the calendar to to write a note, not just to that one synagogue, to several of those synagogues, and just say, uh, we want to be praying for you. What are some of the things we can pray for right now? You know? And uh, just show that we're still there for them, mm-hmm. and that we're not ha- we don't have answers. We're not asking them to join us, you know, some movement that we're starting, but just that we haven't forgotten. And I think, yeah, you know, the the the, the marvelous statement that came out of the Holocaust was never again, you know, and it's it's a remembering. <laughs> that uh, this did happen and not wanting to happen again. And I think it's important that solid, that sense of solidarity, I think, has to be expressed, even when it's a solidarity of silence. Boy, that's a good word. That's Richard Mao. Richard, thank you so much for being with us. We always appreciate your voice. Um, it's good for us to hear it every single time. Hey, love you guys. and praying for you, too. Thank you for what you're doing right now. I think we... We need these forum-type situations just to be talking things through, so blessings to you. And you as well. Richard Mao, he is the former president of Fuller Theological Seminary, the author of Adventures in the Evangelical Civility, a lifelong quest for common ground. Richard Mao. You're a good mom. You've tried every parenting tip in the book, but nothing seems to stick. Your child is smart, but just can't sit still and focus. Or maybe you know that something is just off. If your child just can't do things you think he should be able to, there is a reason. Brain Balance can help. For over 10 years, the Brain Balance program has helped kids just like yours. This customized program doesn't just mask your child's issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child is not making friends, is disruptive in school, or life just seems a lot harder than it needs to be, it's not that he's not trying. He just can't change what he can't control. The Brain Balance Program can help. If you feel your child falling further and further behind in school, don't wait. 
Call your local center today and find out how Brain Balance can build the strong foundation your child needs for a brighter future. Visit BrainBalance.com for the center nearest you. Laurelville Camp and Retreat Center presents Fall. 600 glorious acres of turning leaves, quiet trails, and spectacular views of the Laurel Highlands. For 75 years, believers have come to Laurelville to refresh, renew, and recharge. To experience their signature hospitality. From single-family cabins to hotel-style lodging for groups up to 450. All in nearby Mount Pleasant, PA. And with Seven Springs just 30 minutes away, now's a great time to book that winter ski retreat. Experience fall and retreat your way at laurelville.org. It's a crisp fall morning. Time for your day. Pumpkin soy latte. As you wait for your coffee, you get a buzz. No, it's not your boss wanting extra whipped cream, but your ADT video doorbell. It's a package. Your new latte machine. No more $5 PSLs. Barista service. Brought to you by ADT. Designing and installing a smart home just for you. Backed by best in class 24 7 protection. Learn more at ADT.com. ADT. Real protection. License information available at ADT.com. My oldest son had a really strong academic career in high school. And like a lot of kids, he didn't try that hard. It just kind of came to him. Not to say that he was lazy, but, you know, it, it wasn't like something he had to work really hard at. However, when he went to Grove City College, quickly in that first semester, things started to fall apart for him. And the big thing was he wasn't organized. Mm-hmm. Right. He wasn't ready for the next step. No. Yeah. Uh, now, the good thing was he confided in one of the teachers, one of the professors at Grove City, and all, all glory. I mean, the guy got him back on track, gave him a few tips, and helped him tremendously. So he rebounded from that poor first semester and made the second semester work. He's doing great now as he heads into his junior year. Okay, now you and I have never shared this before, but my daughter had a similar oh, experience. Oh, I did not know this. It was in her very first uh, project, her very first long paper she had to turn in, and it was based on an album. Okay, it was a, it was a, a kind of a cultural artifact analysis. I see. And she submitted it, and she called me crying. She felt so horrible about it. And I said, listen, the only thing you can do is go tomorrow morning, talk to your professor, and just see what he says. Mm-hmm. So she got off the phone, you know, crying, thinking this is the end of her college career. Yeah. She shows up to the guy's office. As she's walking down the hall to see him, she hears that he's playing the album that she wrote about in her paper. <laughs> he didn't know she was coming. He just wanted to understand the artifact so well so that he could work with her. And her... Once she heard that, she thought... I'll relax. Yeah, he's invested in this, and I'm invested in this, and he's going to help me work it out. And that's exactly what happened. I love this. Okay, so to be truthful here, clearly there's a difference what's going on at Grove City College. I mean, they're investing in my kid. Yeah. I didn't know they had this conversation with your daughter. So I look at this at Grove City. They're a step above. There's something there that's going on that's different than a lot of universities. Yeah. So if you're looking for a group of faculty that's not just invested in their own academic advancement, but interested in your kid and your kid's maturity, consider Grove City College. Online? GCC.edu. Mostly cloudy and chilly tonight with some spotty showers, especially later on tonight, the low 39. Tomorrow, a passing morning shower, otherwise mostly cloudy and breezy, high 49. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, chilly, low 34. Then for Sunday, a mixture of sunshine and clouds becoming milder for the afternoon hours with a high of 55. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM.
So in these weird times we live in, nothing is immune from politics. I mean, there's a story out today about Ben and Jerry's that has some oh, right. sort of weird right. So there's like a President Trump ice cream. We're going to resist. Right. Okay. When I love Ben and Jerry's, some Cherry Garcia. It's my favorite ice cream. Really? I've never had it. Whoa. They bother me. They've bothered me for you. I just, they, I can't stand the attitude. I don't even, I'm sure I, that there are things I disagree with them on and agree with them on, but I don't want their They ice make cream. good ice cream. And as a matter of fact, they don't, they no longer own the company. They sold the company probably a decade or so ago. Anyway, that's Ben and Jerry. However, Barbara Streisand has a new album out, which is, I'm sure it's just imagine, going to climb right to the top of the charts, especially because her uh, her single, the first one off of this album, is a song dedicated and sung for the president. Why can't you just tell me the truth? How to believe the things you say? Why can't you feel the tears I cry today, cry today, cry today? How do you win if we all lose? You change the facts to justify. Your lips move, but your words get in the way, in the way, in the way. Okay, so this is uh, from today's... Crooks and thieves, you don't see the forest for the trees. Head and heart on our knees, you can see what we all see. It's unthinkably terrible. Now, the weird thing is, if you would listen to mainstream music critics, they're saying this is going to be a runaway smash, that this is a fabulous album, which is, this. they say this, free of pretension. Her new album, the New York Times says, is a rare instance of uh, politics permeating her music. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not rare. Mm-hmm. All of her politics permeates her music. She's uh, d- This song we're hearing right now, called Don't Lie to Me, is mm-hmm. a direct address to her fellow native New Yorker who now holds the Oval Office. There are messages that are similar throughout the album, which also that's includes good, a medley that- of John Lennon's Imagine and Louis Armstrong's <laughs> What a Wonderful World. Oh, that is a sacrilege. To, to compare or combine or mash up those two songs, mm-hmm. the end is near. So, I <laughs> Listen, mean- <laughs> listen to me. Why? I just have one question I need to ask again. I need to ask it repeatedly. Mm. Why does everything in the world have to be about Donald Trump? What, she can't write a song about somebody? Why are we writing songs to Donald Trump? I'm telling you, if he just disappeared tomorrow if he went if he, if he decided to leave the presidency and become a hermit in a foreign land and not leave a forwarding address i'm telling you our entire public discourse would collapse because we don't talk about anything besides him well there, there would be another there would be another person right right behind him there's no doubt about that don't you think i can't remember a single human being who dominated the news like Donald Trump ever in my whole life. I can't think of a person. Yep. And now that he's now he's going to dominate the music industry. Well, again, you know, you're, and the ice cream industry. Exactly. You're, you're you. only your worst enemy because <laughs> if the president would, you know, just tone things down a little bit, just, you know, back off a little bit. Now, look, so this is in today's New York Times. There's a Q&A with Barbara Streisand. So the question is, uh, Barbara, what inspired you to do this album? What inspired you? After not being so overtly political in your art. 
And she, wait, she, wait, after what? Not being so overtly <laughs> political in your art. Have they not been paying attention to Barbara Streisand for 25, 30 years? Now, here's the sickness, which I believe has infected a lot of people, which is very succinct in her answer. She says, I would lie awake at night with Trump's outrages running through my head. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. And I had to do another album for Columbia Records, so I thought, well, why not make an album about what's in my mind? And that became the title of my first song. I'm so grateful to have music in my life as a way to express myself. I feel a tremendous sense of sorrow for her if she's actually laying in bed at night thinking about Donald Trump. I think a lot of people are, don't you? That's pathetic. I think a lot of people are. Well, then, if that's the case, we need to expand our world. There are people right around you who are desperate for love and attention and care and investment and whatever. Why are we wasting our time thinking about Donald Trump? People are putting way too much hope in politics for sure so again here's preach that mike here's the new york times again they say to barbara streisand in this interview what about offending trump fans who like your music she says there aren't any she says it doesn't matter (laughs) it doesn't matter i remember being on stage in washington dc and asking quote i'm just curious how many republicans are there in the audience because everybody knows that i'm a staunch democrat and a lot of people raise their hands art or music transcends politics i think i hope it does i actually said that to george bush Okay. Great. So then they say that changed his world. So then the time says, well, can you think of anything good that Trump has done? And then in parentheses, it says very long pause. And then she says, I mean, this is a man who's kind of not kind of I mean, he's mean. I worry about the children. I worry about what is the image he's projecting to them. So, I mean, to me, it's just it's obsession with one person it's a heartbreak he's one it's a heartbreak that this is where we've come in this country that that vaunted and much admired artists of have now are singing songs to the president yeah i mean it's just it's absolutely crazy this is an indictment of our country that we just are out of things to talk about and think about and sing about is that we're just going to focus whether all of our allegiance or all of our hatred on one person yeah what the heck i don't know so i mean if anything look this the shooting on saturday i mean let it reorient us to things that matter i don't think it's going to i thought that maybe that there would be such heartbreak and sorrow at the pain of a, a madman who is put upon this city and this country, that we would we would scale things back. But I, I have less hope now when I when I hear stuff like that and other people that you know, ice cream and songs and all that. It just continues. I don't know. God help us. I, I know. I, we need to pray. I we know. need to we I need know. to call sin for what it is, and we need to pray for peace and first in our on our own hearts that come out of our own tongues and our own mouths. And we need to think about other things and other people. There, are how many billion people on this planet? Three billion people on this planet. Pick another two point nine 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 billion. And pick any of them and think about them. Well, they don't have the power supposedly that the president does. Okay, he's still one man. Yes, but he has. I mean, do you think that do you think that the people that people in China are obsessing and thinking only about their leader? Do you think that that's the case in China? Do you think that's the case in Canada? Do you think everyone's obsessing in Canada about their leader? Do you think everyone's obsessing in England about it? It's just we're for some reason we have attached ourselves in love or hatred to one man, and it's it's just going to make us sick.
101.5 WORD. Did you know that the world we live in today is just a big graveyard? There are billions of people living today who are dead in trespasses and sins. And the Holy Spirit is the only one who can speak to them so that they can hear. And that's why it's so important for us to let the Holy Spirit work through us. Dr. McGee speaks passionately about this subject, so I hope that you'll tune in to Through the Bible Radio this week for his messages in Ephesians. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two my pillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code word to start enjoying the best sleep of your life or type it in when you visit mypillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. How does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success? Through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit. From pre-K through 12th grade. Through 47 state-certified full-time teachers. And opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community. With results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average. Schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses. And see what the area largest non-denominational Christian school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Is your car ready for winter? Get the jump on Jack Frost. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville has everything you need to protect against the elements inside and out. From spray-on bed liners to rust proofing, weather tech floor liners to extreme detailing. And now through November 15th, get up to 50 bucks off remote starters during their preseason sale while supplies last. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville. 40 years for the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. Some of your favorite pastors and authors like Charles Stanley, John Piper, and Max Lucado are bringing you their most popular devotionals for free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend time in God's Word daily. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox with devotionals for parenting, singles, women, workplace, and more. Crosswalk.com offers spiritual growth for every stage of life. Visit Crosswalk.com. Holy smokes. Wow, what's that? Wait a second. We've got like turn political here and then we, we have never world? done this. Wait, who's that, Mike? 
That would be uh, not Barbara Streisand, but Toby Keith. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So, we're, so we, we've. Uh, I had I had to even it out somehow. Did Come you? On now. Is is that part of the the scales of justice? Mm-hmm. Apparently. Okay. All right. So we're talking uh, because it's a Friday afternoon, and because we're looking for fun things to do over the weekend to you know kind of lift our minds. And <laughs> I'm going to your house. And it's going to be super fun. Fabulous. Don't you worry. Uh, it's going to be a great time. I'm not worried about but it. But what about all the other moments that you're not going to be at my house? Oh, I may do. Mm-hmm. Somehow, <laughs> somehow I'll struggle through. How can I amuse myself? Well, that's what I'm asking. Right. All right. So before the show started in our pre-show meeting, which happened in John's office today, uh, we started talking about TV shows that mm-hmm. the three of us are currently watching. Yeah. Um, stuff that we like, stuff that makes us laugh, stuff that we've watched that we're kind of, eh about yeah and uh we thought we'd offer up some fun ideas for your weekend okay good so um now like you um because we have teenagers in our house i'm watching two different things oftentimes right i'm watching stuff with my kids and then whenever they're not interested or engaged i'm watching something else sure (laughs) of course (laughs) which is weird i mean because i so in your netflix queue you'll have things where i go Oh, that shows up in the queue there. Not like I'm watching, like you know, some outrageous. Okay, here's a really something really weird. Now Netflix, they've recently sort of got, you know they've put all these classics up, and I said to my 18 um, year old, "Have you ever watched Blazing Saddles?" <laughs> and he was like, no. "No, no, I've never. I don't know what that is." And so I said, "Well, let's sit down." I mean that. That movie. could never, never in never a, million, in a years. million years could be made or viewed never. today. I can't believe it's actually viewable. I'll tell you what. It's it's very, very funny. Yeah. It's very sharp. The humor is incredibly right. sharp. But um, you have to have an open mind to understand why it's funny and that you, it's a, it's satire. You have to get that. Oh, I mean. But no, I don't think anybody today in America is so. Everybody's so sensitive. I don't think. No, we a lot get, of people there's get there's satire that. out there right now, but it's it's weird kind of satire. Well, now. it's, it's become, hard because there's the being having to be as politically correct as we're supposed to be, and I understand that there are reasons for that. I'm not trying to be disrespectful no, 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 in any good. way. Not trying to be disrespectful in any way. But at the same time, when it comes to comedy, one of the gifts that comedy is to us is it allows us to laugh at us. Of our absurdities, our own stuff, our, our prejudices, our right. hatreds, all that. Right. We 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 see the reflection in the joke of who we are, and we go, "Oh yeah, you know, it's what's called gallows humor in a way, right?" I mean, there it is. So Mel Brooks had that run, that streak in the mid to late seventies, where he was just producing stuff like Blazing Saddles, which is profane and funny, and a, a really great and comment on social it will life. Make, it'll make you think. Yeah. Star. His job to offer there it is. So did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Okay. And he laughed tremendously. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. I think he – and it's interesting to see a kid who's raised in this political atmosphere right now. I think he kind of felt guilty about laughing. Mm-hmm. You know, but anyway, I'm not saying – anything we talk about right now, I'm not saying you go out there and, and watch this right away. Thumbs up. This is my own viewing. Right. So, uh, you know – whether I'm watching it or not is up to me, and whether you watch it or not is up to you. So that, that's how it is. Right. What else you got? What are you watching? Well, I'm watching a couple different things right now. That's kind of how I like to do me it. Me too, yeah. kind of get involved. Oh, are you in, watching uh, any series right now? Yeah. Yeah, I just finished. In fact, uh, last weekend, I just finished a series um, that was made in Australia. And um, the thing I loved about this series um, – Forever Road is what it's called, hmm. um, is that it's not made here. 
Do you know Foster, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so I like to I, I like to go and see. I like to watch series that are made in Ireland or yeah. England or what, just so I can get out of us it's and kind us. of see how other people are thinking about it. It's good. Um, and this is a series that it's a mini series based on two films that were very popular in Australia over the last I don't know five or six years. And so they kind of took the main actors from the movies that were so popular, I see. and they decided to do a deeper dive and make it into a mini series. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, and um, and it's not America. I mean, it, it, the perspective isn't American. The look of it isn't American. Um, it is a gorgeous. A visually gorgeous thing to watch. Hmm. Um, but what I thought was so interesting is it delves most deeply into the racial difficulties they have between whites and their native population. Yeah. And so there's an aboriginal perspective and there's a white perspective and it's constantly at war with each other. And I have to be honest, that made me feel better about America. Not that I think we're so great. It's just that there are other cultures that struggle as we have struggled oh, most countries that yeah. are you know most societies in this world have some sort of racial tension one way or another what's it called again uh it's called forever road i'm gonna look it up now Very that nice. i've said that out loud i feel like that doesn't that's doesn't seem right so okay. i'm gonna look it up right now but boy it's okay. re- it's really a gorgeous thing okay so you and i talk about food a lot mm-hmm. i'm watching a, a food show right now i called, don't think you've ever watched a food show um I don't well, remember. I watched you know a little bit of uh, Anthony Bourdain, which is oh, that's a more of a travel show. Yeah. But it does have food. You're right. Um, but I'm watching a food show called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, and, and I just did it on a whim because you know I, I like the title. And there's a woman who again I'm Johnny Come Lately here, uh, Salmon Nosrat. She's a, a James Beard award-winning author, and now she, she has oh, she writes this, cookbooks. Yeah, interesting. And now she's got this Netflix show. Give me her name again. S A M I N Salmon Nosrat N O S R A T. What's good about the show? Everything. Really. It visually, it is incredible. Her personality is. I mean, clearly, she loves food and is interested in people who also love food. And she's hanging out with people who are, you know, cutting up an entire pig and people who are looking at pine nuts in pesto and everything else in between. So it runs the gamut. And there's all, she's juggling five or six different things at a time and it's really quickly paced and it all revolves around that the the core elements of what she considers food creation and and you know what the magic of the kitchen salt fat acid and heat i love it oh i'm only a few episodes into it but i can't wait to get back to it wow that's terrific okay i'll put that up on our facebook page i'll also add the show i was talking about which is called mystery road i had the road right okay mystery road um okay so mike's saying we need to take a break when we come back we're going to talk to mike about what he's watching and hopefully we'll give you some ideas of good stuff you can sit and watch over this weekend into Lowe's today for savings on everything you need to get started on fall projects like overseeding and feeding your lawn. You'll find the lawn care products right for your area in stock at Lowe's. Plus the know how to help if you have any questions like what to do now and what to do next. Plus find savings to perk up your curb appeal with new mulch and fall plants. Whatever's on your to-do list, start now and save on what you need. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. 
The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Support the 1.6 million Americans living with these diseases. Get started at cctakesteps.org. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Now with free shipping, like today. Stay road ready for half the price. Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw will change your oil and filter for half off at just $19.95. For repair and maintenance, ASC certified techs, Napa parts, and a fair price, go with Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. Yeah, we were just talking about Mystery Road, this Australian show I was talking about. Yeah. It uh, stars Judy Davis. Yeah. John, who you love. I do. She's fabulous. And Aaron Peterson. What's cool about this is Aaron Peterson is Aboriginal. Oh. And so he, what he's playing in the thing is his true kind to life. of, right, is, is true to life. So he's just, it's really terrific. Um, anyway, that is made for Acorn TV. I don't know. That's a that's a special um, subscription oh, within Amazon. Okay. Okay. If you like British stuff like I do or stuff that's not American, um, Acorn TV. Anyway, I recommend that. Uh, Mike. What yes. do you got? All right. What are you watching? All right. My, my wife and I uh, are looking to purchase a house. And yeah. so um, we're watching a lot of uh, uh, architecture um, shows. Mm. We're watching a lot of interior design shows. But this one show caught my eye. My wife stumbled upon it. It's called Amazing Interiors. So you know about the cliche, don't judge a book by its cover, you know? Yeah. Right. So these houses look pretty ordinary on the outside. But once you tour them, it's absolutely crazy what really? these people do to their own houses. Like this one guy, um, he's, he, used, he, used to, he was in the circus, and now he created his basement into like a, this circus theme. Um, this other person, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, this other guy was obsessed with cars. So his whole entire house is basically like a, like a massive garage. Oh, that's cool. There's like there's BMWs in there. All over um, his house. Yeah, like <laughs> my, like crazy cars in there. Um, this this one weird woman. I th- I think she's weird. She she dressed up her house into this massive like dollhouse, and it was pink everywhere. Wow. It was kind of like it was kind of too. How could you live in that? Yeah, yeah. It was it was too much. And I was like, all right, this is this is. Yeah. What's the show called? Amazing Interior. I'm looking at the trailer. Yeah. It's like scary, crazy, fascinating. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It's pretty fascinating. I mean, they they, uh, they obviously the people obviously design their homes with their passion, whether it be cars or scuba diving, s- scuba diving or mm. circus themes or what have you. But it's pretty cool. Okay. All right. Amazing Interiors. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Here's another show that I really have. I just enjoyed the heck out of. Is it's called Bosch. And I think it's the um, other than Jack Ryan. I think what's no Jack was Jack Ryan made by Amazon. Yes. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Okay. So eight, um, was it eight eight episodes prior to Jack Ryan coming out? I haven't looked at the numbers, but Bosch was the number one watched original show on Amazon this year. Really? Yeah. And it's a it's a crime uh, series that is based on a bunch of books written by Michael Connelly, who is one of my favorite writers of all time. And Harry Bosch is his signature character. If you like crime stuff, now it is not for kids. 
it is a rough show. Yeah. But the acting, Titus Welliver is the lead character, plays Harry Bosch. It is so excellent, so good. Three seasons. All right, look check for out that. Bosch. Okay, now look, I've been talking about this for a long time. You finally picked up the thread. Before we go off the air, please, everyone, do yourself a favor. Watch the singularly most healthy man working in show business, who is Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. That, Gotta watch it. That show. Comedians and cars getting coffee. That's a great, and it's not, make, it's not necessarily about cars. No, it's not necessarily about coffee. It's about conversation. It's about comedy, kind of. It's really a fascinating. All three of our favorites. We love it. Comedians and cars getting coffee, streaming on Netflix. And so you go through and you pick whoever you want. I mean, there's all sorts of guys and women, you know, who are in, involved in the art of creation, and they're just having a conversation about it. Episodes are like 23 minutes long. Highly recommended. Can't miss it. Comedians and cars getting coffee. Hey, thanks for being with us. God bless you all. Peace be with you. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.